you every need time to... you see a man, check his dick. Hey, if he's hey, pal, not <laughs> over here, never seen you before. Let me see that hog. <laughs> You see mine? You see mine? Does yours look like mine? <laughs> they got to the part with the cattle and the creeping things. Said I'm pretty sure we heard this one before. Uh, hey, everybody. Welcome to episode three of Speaking with Tongues. I'm Nick. Um, I'm here with my brother, Jake. Who I'm Jake. Just, that's me. Don't fucking interrupt me ever again. I'm sorry. We, you've you've told me once. This, you've told me a thousand uh, times. This is off to a horrible start. Um, I'm sorry. I um, I'm uh, <laughs> sabotaging you. Sorry, I couldn't keep a straight face. <laughs> Plus, I was uh, nervous right that maybe somebody would think that I'm that much of an asshole. <laughs> That's how I felt about the the comments thing. So also. <laughs> Um, I liked with your edit that you left in the one reference to marijuana hackers and no <laughs> one's going to know what we're talking about. I'm leaving this in too. No. Oh, nice. Yeah. <laughs> Just Second a bunch of back. inside references to shit we deleted <laughs> out of the podcast. All right. We, so we have just left Noah. Um, yeah. Noah died drunk and naked as he lived. <laughs> And um, uh, that's where we're at um, for today's episode. We're going to be talking a lot today about Abraham, who is going to be God's um, new favorite boy. But yeah, again, there's um, there's kind of one of those those genealogy chapters that goes mm -hmm. into Abraham's genealogy. And again, it seems like God just doesn't give a shit about any of these people he's nowhere to They're be seen yeah briefly mentioned by name and then never heard from again god god really just only shows up for his very special boys and that is it yeah yeah he um for reasons we'll uh come to later it, it's kind of important that to, to know that God is spending a lot of time by himself thinking right now. I think that's what we really want to want to mm -hmm. hammer in here. Mm -hmm. um, and meanwhile, while that's happening, human beings are out there uh, making babies. Um, um, one of which, um, one of these random names we, we throw out, um, I just want to mention because he's funny. He has a funny name and a funny description here. Um, Nimrod. Um, Nimrod is the first uh, mighty warrior on earth um, and a mighty hunter too um, and I like how it, it's just one line that sums up Nimrod in the Bible but I really like it um, he was a mighty hunter before the Lord therefore it is said like Nimrod a mighty hunter before the Lord and I really <laughs> like that because it has to reiterate there <laughs> yeah it sounds like something a redundant um, I can imagine like certain people I know uh, like coming up to me and being like, hey, you know that saying we have like Nimrod, a mighty hunter before the Lord? <laughs> and be like, yeah. I think that yeah. that's how we should that's how we should describe everyone from now on. <laughs> I think it should be like w when we're referring to each other, we should be like, 
oh, Nick, he's a mighty podcaster before the Lord. Therefore, we get uh, the saying, like Nick, <laughs> a mighty podcaster before the Lord. Um, my problem... You do the intro for this episode. <laughs> <laughs> my problem with Nimrod is that it says that he's the first of the mighty warriors on Earth. But earlier we had the Nephilim, who were also said to be mighty warriors. So which yeah, one? Yeah, I was going to ask you about that. Yeah. He's Are, the first. So we're the. Uh, is he the first human, like purely human mighty warrior? Is that what we're supposed to think? Because sure. we decided that the Nephilim are these uh, abomination <laughs> hybrids. They're like centaurs. Uh-huh, uh-huh. But instead of horse, you get angels. Just comp- uh, fucked up angel human hybrids. The other thing I want to mention about Nimrod is that his dad was named Kush. That's kind of <laughs> cool. Uh, that dank Kush. <laughs> so, Tower um, of Babel. Tower of Babel is a classic Sunday school story. Mm-hmm. And how it is phrased in the Bible is nothing like how I remember <laughs> learning. Um, so, you know, we come to... I mean, it really seems like a utopia, right? Like chapter exactly. 11 kind of starts mm-hmm. with this idyllic society who's all very cooperative. Mm-hmm. There doesn't seem to be much conflict. Yeah. And they're building this big city. Yeah. And they're they all friends. They're making talk about how together. to make bricks together. Yep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm glad that we both picked up on that. <laughs> <laughs> and then they're like, yeah, let's make this awesome city with this awesome tower in it. And the tower is going to reach up to the heavens. Um, and he, they even say they, the humans have the foresight to say, otherwise we shall be scattered abroad upon the face of the whole earth, which mm-hmm. seems like that's some foreshadowing. <laughs> yeah. Right. There's, uh, they're kind of screwed either way. If they're, pretty, if they're saying that's what's going to happen to them. Otherwise pretty prophetic sentence right. coming from someone who is not a named prophet. <laughs> yeah this That's is just some some, some guy, guy. Some guy. <laughs> we assume sorry we assume it's a guy i mean it's in quotes it's the bible <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> all right so um, god god's not happy about this yeah he comes down it says he comes down to see the city and the tower and he's like um to somebody he's talking to somebody he's like look they're one people they have one language and pretty soon, nothing is going to be impossible for them. They're done yeah, which down that here. to me sounds pretty cool. Like exactly. that sounds like the ideal. And God is like, "Uh, uh-uh, I cannot stand for this." Yeah, he's this is some um, bullshit. I want everything to be difficult for them. So anyway, God confuses their languages and scatters them across the face of the whole earth. Mm-hmm. So. That's all it has to say about that. Yep. And then surprise, more genealogy. <laughs> the ta- it's kind of like a trick story to get you like backdoored into another <laughs> genealogy. Thing. They're just trying to trick you. That's the thing. That's the sneaky thing about this genealogy chapters is that there's at least some other nugget in there. Mm-hmm. So you still feel compelled to have to read yeah. the whole thing. Yeah, exactly there's probably something to be said that like genealogy is really important to these people. They want to have this direct, uh, you know, progression of Abraham's genealogy through Noah and therefore all the way through Adam. 
mm-hmm. uh, because Noah's sure. direct descendant. But like, shouldn't everyone have that same genealogy? If yeah, we started exactly. with only Adam and Eve, and then we dwindled that down again, bottlenecked it to only Noah and his yeah. family. Mm-hmm. Shouldn't everyone be related to Noah and his family, and therefore to Adam and Eve? One would think. I mean, you do have these angel-human hybrids kind of in the wings, mixing oh, things shit. up a That's little true. bit. That's true. They do mix things up. Maybe the Nephilim are like way more prevalent and predominant than we think, and it's they're just mostly. not. They're it's mostly angel-human hybrids. <laughs> There's only like six real people. <laughs> Maybe that's why Abraham is so important. Could be. Um, Because it does say of the Nephilim that they persisted in this time and afterwards. Yeah, yeah, exactly. (laughs) Some unspecified duration, yeah. (laughs) Maybe to this day, who knows? um, I think if they were alive today, they would be be great heroes like NFL players and (laughs) cops. (laughs) (laughs) Like the ground there. Uh, <laughs> um, so, yes. So we finally meet Abraham at the end of all this, um, and it's just like with Noah, God just like picks him out for no reason. Yeah, seemingly whatsoever. randomly. He doesn't give him a reason whatsoever. We meet him when he's seventy-five. Um, he's living with his dad. Abraham is, um, and God just shows up there. And he's like, hey, um, I want you to leave um, and just take all your stuff and go to this place. Like in a dream or something, I guess. Yeah. He's in this place. Um, And Abraham does it. He he, um, picks up all his stuff um, based on this dream God gives him. He's 75. He's got a wife who's. Um, like 50 or something. I think she's a little younger than him. I think she's like 10 years younger than him, if I did the math correctly. Yeah. Um, and he takes his nephew. Um, yep. Lot. And a bunch of slaves. So so we are with um, <laughs> we are with uh, <laughs> Abraham right now. He's called Abram right now, actually. Oh, sure. Right. And I should, yeah. I should take care to get this right, because inexplicably, it's going to be important later. Um, <laughs> So Abram, his wife is Sarai at this point, mm-hmm. um, and Lot. His nephew is always just going to be named Lot. Because <laughs> <laughs> he's not God's special boy. Right. Um, they Or fucking God's him. special boy. Because <laughs> that's also important to God. They, they go to the place God shows them, um, and they go set up their their camp there, and they start to live there. And pretty much immediately, like right when they show up, there's a famine. <laughs> right. Yeah. Abraham sets up an altar, prays to God, and then it's immediately like, well, this land that God showed us is bunk. It cannot support. Also, there's already people there. <laughs> and God, Abraham just shows up and he's like, yeah, God told me I can have this. And they're just presumably he doesn't really explicitly run into any conflict so presumably they're just like okay whatever man and then they have to leave immediately anyway so they go to egypt (laughs) because egypt is clearly better land but Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. not promised to abraham right right he can't just he can't just show him right because the pharaoh lives there (laughs) right 
And the Pharaoh, uh, Abram is like, turns to his wife, Sarah, Sarai, excuse me. And he's like, uh, you're too hot. And when we show up to Egypt, they're going to see how hot you are. We can't hide that. And they're, the Pharaoh's going to want you as his wife. So you have to tell them that you're my sister. Cause if they know I'm married to you, they're just going to kill me so that they can claim you as their wife. Mm-hmm. But if I'm your Pretty brother, yeah. they're going to like award me with a bunch of gifts for bringing them my hot sister. So the Pharaoh does exactly that. He marries mm-hmm. uh, Sarai and gives Noah, or excuse me, I keep doing that. Abraham gives Abraham a bunch of power of editing. Um, gives Abraham a bunch of presents, bunch of, um, I love, I just Can like I? the order that, <laughs> yeah, sorry. I was that? literally just about to say the order <laughs> of the presents. So I hope that we're thinking the same thing. Yeah. It's yeah. just really funny the way it's worded. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Sheep, oxen, male donkeys, male and female slaves, female donkeys, <laughs> And camels. It's the <laughs> the splitting up of the donkeys, right? That's what makes it funny with the slaves in the middle. <laughs> in the middle, exactly. Yeah. Why yeah. are the slaves? I mean, presumably it is like a hierarchical thing. The slaves are slightly less important than male donkeys, <laughs> right. but slightly more important than female donkeys. <laughs> right. Inexplicably. Right. Both male and female slaves are in between. So there's also no distinction there. It has to <laughs> specify. Right. Uh-huh. They're grouped together, unlike yeah. the donkeys. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, uh, your you fucking great 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 grandpa shouldn't have seen <laughs> our great 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 grandpa naked. Shouldn't have done that. <laughs> <laughs> it's called consequences guys <laughs> take some responsibility um so, so looping back to abram uh yeah so sarah sarai marries the pharaoh and uh abram abram gets all these presents and then the, god just sends a bunch of plagues <laughs> immediately <laughs> It doesn't, not specified plagues, but it's specified that he does it because mm-hmm. the Pharaoh married Sarai. Mm-hmm. And then Sarai, or sorry, the Pharaoh immediately connects it to Abraham or <laughs> Abram. And he's like, why have you done this to me? Why did she, why did you tell me she was your sister? And basically he's just like, I don't even want to deal with it. Like, I just want you and these plagues gone. Just keep what I gave you. Get the fuck mm-hmm. out. Mm-hmm. So they leave Egypt with like a shit ton of money <laughs> and slaves and donkeys and everything. Uh-huh. Yeah, it says he's and rich. Lot, Lot, he's Lot very is, rich. Yeah, he's very rich. Lot is too. Like, mm-hmm. in fact, him and Lot are so rich returning to their land that the land that <laughs> was promised to them got, by God can't possibly support it. <laughs> so... So they have to make a decision of which one of them is going to leave, and Lot loses. So Lot has to leave. It's so fucking funny. Oh, I can't handle it. 
the land that was promised to them by God isn't big enough. Okay. Yeah, please go on. I'm sorry, I'm losing that. So, so Lot... All right, sorry. You got me going now. <laughs> so Lot has to separate. And basically their their thought process is just like, all right, pick left or right. You you choose left or right. <laughs> um so Lot's looking out and he's like, Oh hey, this direction towards Zoar is uh seems like it's pretty well watered, like Egypt was, so I'm gonna go there. And then I like um, here's another just convenient piece of foreshadowing. It says right after this was before the Lord had destroyed Sodom and Gomorrah. <laughs> so we already know what's coming up. <laughs> Spoiler alert. <laughs> All right. So, yeah. So Lot goes to the east. Abram settles in the land of Canaan. And then God goes to Abram and just again just to reinforce, just tells him, yep, this land that you all, what you can see here is, uh, that's yours. I'm giving it to you and your <laughs> offering forever. No one is going to take that from you. God shows up several times and says this to Abram. <laughs> like, he's really insistent Over and over. It. Yeah, he's very persistent. Yeah, It's going to turn out he... that there's a reason he's really harping <laughs> on this. He's building towards something. Um, and also He's got a big ask coming. <laughs> and also um, this other promise that God keeps making several times to Abram is that uh, the dust of if you can count the dust of the earth, so shall your offspring not be counted, mm-hmm. which that's very strange phrasing. Um, but like, yeah, he's basically saying mm-hmm. like your offspring are going to be so numerous. They're going to be like the dust of the earth. They can't possibly be counted, which he makes that promise to Abram several times as well. Mm-hmm. And then he's like, gives immediately gives Abram just this minor chore of walking the entire perimeter of his land that he gives to him. <laughs> and then Noah moves his tent again to the Oaks of Mamur, maybe. Mm-hmm. Sure. I don't know how to really say it. At Hebron. Mm-hmm. That sounds right. Um, sorry, my cat is making noise in the back. <laughs> I'm gonna go deal with that. Sure. Again, um, I am positive that listeners are gonna want completely unedited takes of this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> with all of our ramblings and getting up and smoking bongs i do think it would actually be funny to do like a take where we edit like longer stretches of silence (laughs) in no one will know (laughs) (laughs) um okay so uh i gotta get back to Mm -hmm. abraham abram sorry so after he yeah after he does his little perimeter walk um we get this um like there's a battle in yeah the, immediately I, there's a war yeah there's a big war it, and, I think it involves like all the different they call them kingdoms but then it sounds like it's only a couple hundred people in each one so yeah. it's hard to understand what they mean I like that one of the guys seems to be named Cheddar Lamer something like that. <laughs> 
Yeah, I, I don't know how you pronounce that, but I Cheddar Lamer is a good. That's a good <laughs> go at it. We get a bunch of crazy names: King Title, uh, King Cheddar Lamer. Um, the battle doesn't really seem all that important, except that in the process of it, um, uh, in that process, the chaos lot, I guess, gets kidnapped. So yep. during the battle, lot gets captured by, by Mr. Cheddar Lamer. Um, and so Abram gets his army together. The battleground that they chose for it is a tar pit. <laughs> <laughs> and so like it seems like several hundred people die by just getting stuck in the tar pits <laughs> right yeah they try uh-huh. to it says that they try to retreat and got stuck instead yeah <laughs> so that's also fun <laughs> Pretty, uh, yeah um so uh so abram and his 381 guys um they go out and they um yeah, completely route they destroy every single <laughs> army that was in this fight so yep which makes sense by from the way you just described it as a bunch of idiots like falling into tar and dying <laughs> um and um like uh abram he makes a big deal out of like he's not gonna steal anything from mm-hmm. from the people he won the fight against and then he's like but I did bring these other three guys with me and they're going to steal some stuff from you. <laughs> and I'm cool with that. <laughs> He's like, but don't let anyone say that you made Abram rich. Right. Which uh, that's the funniest line to me because he just took a bunch of shit from the Pharaoh. <laughs> exactly. We already and, know how he got rich. It was by scamming a Pharaoh. And spoiler alert, he pulls that same scam <laughs> again later. Anyway, um so yeah, he's makes it, it's like it's it's one of those people that's you he's, know, I'm so humble, you know. Yeah, I I actually, I, I was going to mention this earlier and I forgot, but Abram, he's like a big, important guy in religion, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, Abraham, we call him like the Abrahamic religion. Yeah, Abraham. Yeah, so if you're even slightly religious, you've been taught this story in like Bible school and stuff. Abraham and his wife, Sarah, who mm-hmm. struggled to have kids and stuff. And mm-hmm. later he has to sacrifice his only son, Isaac. Spoiler alert again. Mm-hmm. But... um he's he's like uh, revered so what really shocked me reading the bible this time is that he is a complete piece of shit he's yeah, he, garbage he is nuts in he's my awful. mind he is like he just shows up and he's like god said i could have this it's mine <laughs> yes. now yeah he's a con man pulls several sc- scams yeah exactly and has a well, shit ton of slaves. Yeah. So, <laughs> slave so many slaves. Con man. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah he, he's a warmonger here. He, uh, um, uh, he, he does some questionable sex stuff. Mm-hmm. He's, yeah. uh, I'm just not a fan of the guy. Yeah, no. Uh, I, I, wholeheartedly agree with that 
Um, but God is. God loves right, him. God loves God seemingly loves only him. <laughs> <laughs> right. At this period in time, at least. Appeared after thousands of years um, to <laughs> with eyes only for Abram. Yeah. Right, okay. exactly. So uh <clears throat> yeah, some other things happen. God again shows up to Abraham or Abram and says, uh, you know, makes that same promise <laughs> of like, you're going to have so many kids and I'm going to give you all this land and like your kings, your kids are going to be kings of this land. This time, instead of dust, he uses stars. If you mm-hmm. can count the stars, so count shall. Stars. Yep. So shall your descendants be. Yeah. So, so God is um, like, he, he's, he's been gassing up Abram. And then um, Abram is like, well, but how do I know that what you're telling me is true? And God's like, oh, well, here, I got I got a way that you'll know. Bring me a three-year-old heifer, a three-year-old female goat, a three-year-old ram, a turtle dove, and a young pigeon. <laughs> um, so he's really right. like fixated on this three-year-old thing. <laughs> The birds, Abram, the birds can be of any age. Right. Yeah. The pigeon the, has to be young. The turtle the way, the way that Abram sacrifices them, seemingly he wasn't told to do this, but it's equally as specific. <laughs> he cuts each of them in half and leans the halves back up against each other. But right. he did not cut the birds in two. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, why is it so specific? Oh, <laughs> uh, I just I like my mind immediately goes to like a modern church and they just bring in a goat <laughs> and just like they point to it and they're like, This is a three year old goat. Female Remember three that. year old female three year old fire up a chainsaw and just straight up <laughs> <get> <laughs> Prop them back up against each other, wipe their hands, and they're like, "All right, guys, <laughs> keep the vultures away for the next week or so." <laughs> that pretty much seems to be Abraham's deal. Mm-hmm. Oh, sorry, I keep doing this. At this point, he's still Abram. Oh, and then love him quite <laughs> enough at this point. So after he he does that, like you said, he keeps the vultures away, um, and eventually he falls asleep, and then he, um, for obvious reasons, has a horrifying nightmare. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Um, it says that God plunges him into terrifying darkness, yeah. a deep and terrifying darkness. Mm-hmm. And God promises him that all his ancestors are going to be slaves for a while, <laughs> for um, a long while. Uh huh. Um, but then eventually they'll be rich <laughs> and God will bring judgments upon the nation, which they serve for spoiler alert, hundreds of years, as it turns out, <laughs> why God figures that he'll punish them eventually. See, again, this is my thing. I really just don't think that God has any understanding of time. <laughs> how right. He doesn't even get, he doesn't really even know why that would be a problem for people to be, right. well, why is that? It's just a couple no, hundred you don't, years, guys. It's fine. You don't I'll get punish it. them I'll eventually. I'll get around to it. He said I would take care of it. 
can't you just handle your shit for 500 years? God. <laughs> um, so then again, he makes a covenant with Abram. Uh, did I did I skip anything? Think. No. He, yeah, they do the covenant twice in this in this bit. Like um, three times. <laughs> yeah. He's really again, I, I, I want to repeat it um, because it's important. God is really gassing up Abraham about Abram about this covenant because he's got a favor that he wants Abram <laughs> to do for him. <laughs> and, and he really needs to sell him on it because it's a lot. It's a big, um, it's a big ask. All it's right. coming up soon. Um, but before so, we get to that, there's one right. more little thing. Right. So God promises Abram that he's going to have all of these kids several times at this point. Mm-hmm. And we start out the next chapter. Sarah is still barren. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. That is how it phrases it. She still bears him no children. So she has a slave, obviously, named Hagar. Mm-hmm. And she says, Abram, just just have a kid with ha- with Hagar. It's fine. Yeah. And then I'm pretty sure God even shows up and tells him it's fine as well. I'm not positive. Yeah, uh, yeah I think so. I mean, like God reassures him. fine with it. Yeah. It's like his plan. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So he does it. And, and uh, Hagar gets pregnant. And then Hagar gives Sarai a dirty look. Mm-hmm. Like that's, that's literally <laughs> it. She just yep. gives her a dirty look. So Sarai freaks out and says that she wants to punish her. And Abram's like, yep, sure. It's your slave. I'm fine with that. Do as you please. So Sarai deals harshly with uh, Hagar for the for the sideways glance. Yeah. And Hagar runs away. Sarai runs, or sorry, Hagar, Hagar, Sarai's slave, runs away, and the Lord finds her by a spring of water in the wilderness, and he's mm-hmm. like, hey, aren't you that one girl's slave? Like, aren't you my main boy's <laughs> wife's slave? <laughs> right. He Okay. God is doing, like, slave catching for Abram. This is <laughs> a whole new level of fucked Shit. up. Was God the first cop? <laughs> He's an enforcer. He's an officer. Oh, shit. Rounding up Abram's slaves for him. Yeah, so he says, return to your mistress and submit to her. So, cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, brings her back. Oh, and, and he, he does say, by the way, I want you to name your baby Ishmael. <laughs> right. For no, sure. no reason given to it. Sure. They just accept that. This is just one of those things God God. Also, it's kind of funny. Do. Because it says here that he tells this to Hagar, mm-hmm. but then later it says Abram names him Ishmael. So, <laughs> right, yeah, yeah, whatever. Um, um, God also says that Ishmael is going to be a wild ass of a man. <laughs> so I love cool. that. I love that's like, and it seems like God is just going to totally condone that. Like he's fine <laughs> with it because he's going to make him a king. Right, and he's bear, telling this like, to her like he to comfort says her. later he's gonna he's gonna be the father of like twelve princes, mm-hmm. like exactly that number for some <laughs> reason. Mm-hmm. Um, um, so yeah, so she has Ishmael, and God, you know, says that he because it's Abram's kid, mm-hmm. that therefore he's also blessed because um, when uh when they're done talking. 
God leaves and she's like, did I really see God and remain alive afterwards? Which I think is great because this is like, we've never, we've seen God talk to a lot of people now and they've all been fine. So we didn't know until this point that people are afraid of God. Like God is leaving bodies in his path, <laughs> you know? Yeah, He's got or, a reputation. <laughs> right. Um, also, something really interesting there is Hagar seems to be the first one to give a name to God. Oh, yeah. And it's it's Elroy. Elroy. <laughs> <laughs> Which is, that's very interesting. It's, I a, it's, it's a, pretty, a ballsy move. Yeah, on Hagar's pretty, part. Pretty badass name. <laughs> Um, yeah, I, I love how she immediately goes from that mindset of like, oh my God, I can't believe I survived that to, I'm going to give him a name. <laughs> She's so confident. She's just like, you are Elroy. Um, so yeah, I, it's a shame that that name doesn't show up more. I I kind of wish that that stuck around. That's In true. The name of Elroy. To, we, we get this we Yahweh pray. stuff. Yeah, I'm yeah. not into it. Um, that happens when Abram. That story was when Abram is 86. Yep. And then um, God shows back up 13 years later, and I guess he doesn't like the name Elroy because he's like, I am God Almighty. <laughs> That's the first thing he says. That's his preferred. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, preferred pronoun and Abram and he's like hey I got some big news for you man 